Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. What a Friday afternoon we have for you. We've got tickets to Pearl Jam to give away. All round a sports quiz, Candace Warner will be in the hot seat today. And we also speak to Corey Parker. We made some really interesting comments around CTE earlier on this week. But just a quick shout out, all eastbound and westbound lanes of the M4 are now closed at South Wentworthville due to a multiple vehicle crash near the Cumberland Highway. Motorists are advised to avoid the area and use the Great Western Highway instead. Motorists already in the area should follow directions of emergency services and traffic crews and allow plenty of extra travel time. So stay safe out there. How are you doing, Kansas? You know what? I'm really, really well. I came in today and... Wendell was hosting bingo. Oh, he was doing bingo, wasn't he? Yeah. He had everyone in the palm of his hand. He it's sure called did. Pride Bingo, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, he was hosting Pride Bingo. And talking about Pride, it is Mardi Gras weekend. Yeah, big weekend. And it is so much fun. There's the, the parade that's tomorrow night. Yep. There's going to be boat parties in Sydney. Pub crawls, barbecues, Everything. you name it. Everyone's here to celebrate love and it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Sydney does big events well, don't it? They do. On the back of Taylor Swift, you know, I, I, look, you know I'm a Swifty. Everyone knows that. Um, last no, week... you jump on the bandwagon because <laughs> you've got a free T-shirt. <laughs> no, no, I love Swifty. I love... No, you love freebies. I'm glad you've called him out on this because he will jump on any no, bandwagon. And then I've got my Panthers hat on too because I'm a Panther. Oh. Like, that's my did daughter... you get that for free or did you pay for it? No, my daughter bought it for me, mate. Okay. Yeah. So you got it given to you. Because she knows I'm a Panther. Oh. Time to go to Vegas and talk footy. On this show, we get afternoon wood. And here it is now. The bearded NRL and blues legend himself. It's Aaron Woods. Woodsy, the NRL kicks off over in Vegas. Tell us what the launch is like, mate. Uh, hey, Legends, thanks for having me again. Uh, the launch was absolutely outstanding. It was in a place they call Old Vegas in Fairmont Street. Mate, they were going nuts. There, was, there had to be nearly 5,000 people there just absolutely going crazy. We had the red carpet out. Um, we had the um, – our mascots were going over the top on, like, those flying foxes all over that old Fairmont Street. It was, it was just crazy. The build-up, it's been unbelievable, honestly. It's, people think we're just talking up, but, mate, it's absolutely incredible here. I was lucky enough to check out the stadium as well today, Jude, and, yeah. mate, the stadium is Epic. looking a treat. Woodsy, over 40,000 tickets have been sold over there. Have anyone spoken to the teams about what you can expect on game day? No, not really, Candace. It's sort of like it's a bit of an unknown, to be honest with you, because it's never been done before for, for the NRL. So um, I've just told the boys here what we've what I've seen, when I, what I witnessed in the, in the Raiders game last time I came, and the fans are just so fanatical. Like, you know, sometimes in parts of our games here in, in, in New South Wales or in Queensland as well, they're quite quiet at, at suburbs, but they never stop here. And it's, it's just interesting to see how the fans take it because over in where we are at the moment in Vegas, a lot of the games stop start. And it's going to be interesting to see how they go with the game continuously flowing. So um, we're trying to embrace ourselves for some loud noise. And it's also quite different because there's a roof over the top. So it feels like you're boxed in and everything's sort of echoed. And like besides from the double header, are we, is there any entertainment? Is there going to be well, there won't be fireworks because there's a roof over the stadium, but there's got to be something more, something spectacular, surely. Well, I think there's a couple of DJs on the on the pre-show, but, mate, we're in Vegas. There's going to be some entertainment. There but, you has know, to be. Show. Not, 
not sure yet. That's that's why we couldn't let Wendell come over here because we didn't know how to get him away from it. So, um, <laughs> look, I'm not sure exactly what we're in for, but they haven't told any of the clubs because I think they want us to focus on that 80 minutes and then we can enjoy it afterwards. Uh, Woodsy, it's certainly not about me, but I've got to say, I'm really happy for you guys. You guys are doing a wonderful job. But do you realise that um, the last seven games, South Sydney have beaten Manly? Do you, do, you, do you understand that? So you guys are going to have to take them to a different place because you've got Tommy Turbo on the trail at the back. But as you know, it's one in the fourth, brother. Oh, exactly right, Dill. And then the, the field's a lot smaller. I got to see it today. The width was t- a lot like uh, a lot different what we get over in, in Sydney and in the NRL in Australia. So... It's something we've worked really hard on. Um, and South Sydney, they've, they've chosen a big pack. There's no surprise where they're going to be coming. Um, and like you said, Dell, the game's won in the middle. We've got some superstars out there, out in the outside backs. You know, Jason Saab, uh, he's, he's, looking, he's looking absolutely outstanding this year. He's coming back fully fit. Uh, and then you said it before, Tommy Turbo. Mm. Interesting to see how Brooksy and, and mm. Jerry Evans work together. But, yeah, so we're really we've got, we've got to defend well. And I think we've got plenty of points in us. What are you worried about from a South Sydney perspective? Like, what's, what's the key areas for them? So at the moment, Jude, I've seen Latrell Mitchell walk around. He's got a smile. He looks happy. I'm not yeah. too happy about that because he's um, quite excited. Um, but as I said to you before, they've got a really big pack. So obviously without Jack Whiten and, and Campbell Graham on the edges, and there's a lot of talk that they've got a lot of young kids there. But when you've got someone like Latrell Mitchell at the back, if, if they get quick play of the balls and their, their middles lay a good platform, mm. so Latrell gets more time and that's when he becomes more dangerous. And that's what we've got to look at. And then with the quick play of the balls, you've got Damien Cook as well. So we need to nullify that. Um, so we know where they'll be coming, but we've just got to stop it ourselves. Woodsy, I've been watching the social media. Um, how are our Triple M boys going? Jimmy Graham been loving it. Charlie White, look, he's our producer, but, mate, how's it going over there with the boys? Mate, can, I, can I say something, yeah. Joe? Charlie White had his shirt inside out for the whole day and didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> no one pulled him up. Nah, why would you? You're in Vegas. That's, that shows you how big his night was before. And I, and I caught up with James Graham and, and yep. Wade Graham. Jesus Christ, I'm glad I got in a week ago. Yeah, well, I'm glad you one. found Wade Graham because yeah. we were speaking to Reedy and he hadn't seen missing, him. Yeah. People just don't want to see Reedy. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 have you seen young Sailor? Have you seen Tristan Sailor yet, mate, or not? Oh, he's floating around, but yeah. he's mate. They're good young. Like I seen the team the other day, the whole Broncos. They're a good bunch of good looking dudes, aren't they, Dill? Yeah. yeah, they are, mate. That's that's uh, they cut from a uh, good DNA, he, brother. He must he must get that from his missing from his mum. He does. He gets it from his mum. His mum's a good sort. Don't worry, his dad wasn't too bad either. <laughs> well, we're ready for it, Woodsy. One thirty p.m. Sunday this Sunday. Seagulls take on the Rabbitohs in Vegas. Can't wait for it, mate. Thanks, Legends. Thanks for having me on board. Cheers. You anybody? Aaron Woods disappointing experiences on something you found, Candice. Yeah, well, I found this really disappointing experience in Scotland, actually. There was a Willy Wonka experience advertised and tickets sold at $67 to families. So um, now what they promised... It's not cheap. No. So what they promised was chocolate fountains, candy projections, live performers. Sounds great. Sounds fantastic. And as a a (laughs) mum... Or as a parent, we're always looking for new, fun, exciting things. Keep the kids busy, yeah. On the weekend, Mm. exactly. So $67 sounds, you know, pretty reasonable. What they actually got when they they arrived Mm. was far from it. So they was was like an empty grey warehouse with just a a handful of candy canes, (laughs) mushroom pops scattered. There was this lady there that was supposed to be a... um, She looks like she's out of a meth lab. She like, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 like, there's no I, I, way. I don't know it. if you can say that. I don't know if she yeah, can say she that. Yeah, she was uninterested. <laughs> she didn't even put the green paint on to yeah. look like an oompa loompa. Like it just was such a disgrace. Police were actually called to this just to shut it down. Um, it wow. was a disgrace, but it made me think. 
when have you ever sort of been disappointed with an experience where you were, you know, really G'd up, you know, expecting one thing, but you got another. Do you remember that fire festival on uh, yeah, Netflix? It, like for sure. People, people paid like almost a hundred grand. All the A-listers, yeah. Go, they all flew down to this yes. island in the Caribbean. When they got there, they were promised the world, like just this yeah. whole first-class food, white sand, luxury accommodation. Yeah, it was like a tent city disaster. <laughs> no and way. they were like packet yep. food, and then they yes. had no water. Actually, I remember, and it's, it got rained out. Yeah, and like, yes. people were going, "Get me out of here!" There's like, uh, it was just. Debacle. Oh, what about you, Wendell? Yeah, For well, sure, there must be something. Oh, wait, this I'm, I'm a bit like Gus Wong. I'll go to the opening of an envelope. But anyway, so but um, when I was a youngster, um, one of our first camps was up to the Whit Sundays. So Brampton Island. So we didn't care because the Whit Sundays we were all sort on TV, and and you know, we were I think we were in grade three or grade four, and we were like so excited because the Whit Sundays is just up the road from Mackay and Serena. When we got up there, it rained the whole time. And the island we went to was like one of the worst islands in the world. It was like Brampton Island. There was nothing there, nothing like we've seen. You've seen all these four and five star islands. It was like one and a half star island. There was nothing fun to do. Oh, it was no. the worst. How one disappointing. My, one of my friends was at primary school and went for the school excursion years ago to Sydney Olympic Park. Yeah. But it was before anything was built. Like they were just turning the, the soil there. Oh, so that the was the excursion. Yeah. You just, How you just go there and you as go. As a student, to just to go and it be like a work site and you just had to yeah. picture what the Olympic Stadium was going to look like. You would feel ripped off. Exactly. Well, give us a call now. Disappointing experiences on one triple three five three. Jeff, what is your disappointing experience? Oh, good day, everyone. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, good, thanks. Um, so I was in New York with some family and I'm a big fan of Seinfeld. And uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Kramer's character is based on a real guy called Kenny Kramer. Yeah. So this bloke actually does virtual tours for tourists and he takes you around to like the soup Nazis place and the restaurant, all these places on the bus. Yeah. Anyway, we've turned up to this really shit theatre off off Broadway <laughs> to all meet up. And this other bloke's lobbed up. He doesn't look anything like him. He's about four foot. looks like Paul Simon. The other bloke's about eight foot tall. <laughs> and he goes, sorry, guys, welcome. Uh, Kenny's sick and the bus has broken down. They've just subbed him in. No. So we're going so to have an in-house slide sort of virtual thing. And oh. he, he proceeded to, to do a slide. And I'll just tell you, lunch was meant to be included. And they called it a pizza and dessert lunch, and what it was was one slice of pizza and a Snickers and a Twinkie bar. <laughs> oh, I hope you got a discount. <laughs> we'll give Jeff the crack and rum prize back at the back of yeah. that. Let's go to Luke in Belmore. How are you, Luke? Good boys. Go to the Broncos. Um, yes, buddy. Yeah, the, to- the time when um, the OCC Choppers came out to Australia down at Orange County Boys. Choppers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're meant to bring, like, all these bikes out. You're meant to get photos. You know, have a chat with them and whatnot. We get there. There's like three motorbikes they bought over. There's um, there's like two food places set up, two tents. Yeah. Um, stinking hot day. Everything's you know pricey, and then um, poor senior, poor junior decide to set up in their little hotel room, leaning over the balcony, waving to people. No way. Oh. That's not value for money. Oh. No. That is just... That's, that's disappointing. He's missed out, hasn't yeah. he, Del? Yes. No good. Uh, let's go to Danielle there. Hey, Danielle, how are you going? Hey, good. How are you? Good. Can you Danielle. tell us your disappointing experience? My most disappointing experience was a honeymoon. Oh, wow. wow. Your honeymoon. <laughs> that's going to be the most amazing day. I know. It's supposed to be. And we booked into a luxury resort that looked amazing. And when we arrived, it was a building site. There's absolutely nothing there apart from the one unit that we were in. 
There wasn't a reception. There wasn't anything. It was just graders and diggers just digging it all up, building it. Money back, Danielle, or what happened? Um, absolutely no money back because there was no reception there, mm. so we couldn't even go and see anyone. <laughs> what? I shouldn't be laughing. That yeah, is horrible. That's terrible. It was horrible. We promised ourselves we'd always go back and do a honeymoon, but we still haven't done it. Oh, <laughs> we'll wow. get there one Yes, that, we we just sent a complaint, but you know, heard nothing, and oh. so we got in the car and drove back home oh. and had our honeymoon at home. Oh. I, can, so, I, can, yeah. I can tell that you're scarred still. So fair enough. Oh. <laughs> it was absolutely horrendous. Like seriously, we yeah. got there. And this can't be the place because no. they're building us. <laughs> but yeah, it was, and we checked with the site foreman, and he goes, "Yeah, it is." Oh my yeah. goodness, horrific! That's not just, good. You can't do oh, no. over like that. No, That's no. horrible. Yeah. Time for this. It's the Rush Hours Sports All In. It's the Rush Hours Sports All In. It's the Rush Hours Sports All In. Please don't make me say it again. Now, Dell Night Star Jaden Braley says it's unlikely that he'll be fit to face the Raiders in round one after he injured his hamstring on the same leg he tore his ACL last year. Yeah, it's it's a long season, and you know Jaden Braley, he knows his body, body. Sorry, he knows his body better than anybody. So there's no need for him to rush. I mean, he's one of those players. He's in the senior group. He's one of your real leaders. He's a very good number nine, as we know. And um, mate, there's plenty of time. It's it's a long season. It is a marathon, not a sprint, Candice. Well, NRL great Corey Parker was shocked by the reaction to his concerns that he has symptoms of CTE as he revealed more daily issues. Well, look, it doesn't surprise me. You know, he played over 400 professional games um, and just the way that he played, you know, played in the middle, he played tough. Um, it, was, it was a young rookie coming in. I think there was him and Justin Hodges and Chris Walker in my first year at the Broncos. So when he debuted, he played with me and to see the way that his career went, uh, mate, well done to him, but I can understand, you know, he's got four beautiful kids. Obviously, his wife works at Triple M in Brisbane, Margot. So um, it is a concern, but um, there's going to be more of these stories coming out. So uh, thoughts with him. And we get a chance to speak to him at 20 yeah. past five this evening. So can't wait to chat to him about that. Candice, a bit of a cricket update. Yeah, well, a lot has happened today in the cricket. Day two of the test against New Zealand. Uh, Green went on to get 174 yeah. not out. And it's just put Australia into a really solid position uh, we, we bowled New Zealand out for 179, and now we are two down. So uh, Steve Smith out for a duck, and Marnus oh, yeah. Lubbershane is just in some he's, form slump at the has, moment. He's, he's only a, scored 22 mm. runs in his last six innings. So, just a void of confidence, isn't he? Yeah, we yeah. need to see him get back because as the Aussie boys have got India at the end of the yes. year, and we need we need to be firing. They probably need to have a bit of a break, don't they? Yeah, probably. Dale, uh, Paddy Mills is cut by the NBA team, the Atlanta Hawks. So there's not great leading into you know, Paris 2024. No, it's tough for Paddy because, you know, he's one of those real good uh, team men and it's one of those things where it's the Olympics this year as well. And, mate, with the Boomers, we need Paddy Mills there. So hopefully he finds another club and, um, you know, yeah, we want, want Paddy in there. And both last, both uh, Sydney teams were out in form last night. Swans got done by the Lions. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were... Are we too concerned, though? Are well, we, like, are we uh, concerned? It's it's not really – it doesn't count for anything. No, exactly. Yeah. But they didn't play great footy. I thought their connection inside forward 50 was pretty poor and uh, they did have a few players out. It was The game was actually delayed due to a blackout and then a red-belly black snake on the on the field in Blacktown. But Matt Roberts oh, was yeah. good off half-back. James Jordan was solid. And then the Giants got it done. Danny Canberra, Tom Green was outstanding. 
So, you know, they're ready to roll for round one against Collingwood. Both games will look like selling out next week. That's going to be massive. Where do you see these two teams um, finishing Finishing. this year? I'm I'm bullish on both of them. I'm actually, you know, I feel like both the Giants and the Swans are right in there. I'm, I'm, you know, having them both in top four or just outside. So, like, they're right in there. Fantastic. Yeah. In 325 games and two premierships for the Sydney Swans, Jude Bolton learned how to do two things really well. Tackle people and get hit in the head really hard. There's Bolton again. Let's do one of those now. This is Jude Tackles. Jude, let's go. Well, short one today, Dell and Candice, and somewhat of an intervention of one of our own. We know our captain, Gussie, is in the US for the start of the NRL season. He's gallivanting in LA and now hitting Vegas. We have been bombarded by videos and photos of the great man and his travels, selfies with his beloved roosters, sidling up next to Trent Robinson. It made me sick. Gussie has sent through shots of him lounging around at the front end of the plane in his flight pyjamas, private jets to Vegas. He was latching onto Tommy Turbo like a sucker fish on a humpback. (laughs) We know old unrelatable Angus Warland. He can get in where water can't. 100%. For our listeners, there's a video of him now circulating around and it's got him dancing courtside the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my God. I've got one word for him. Embarrassing. Yes. He's meant to be representing our Rush Hour team. We thought Gussie's drop catch at the lunch break of the cricket at the Gabba was bad. This is next level. You've got superstar LeBron James there, most likely just shaking his head, baffled with the behaviour. I'm not saying it's a national embarrassment, but we may as well be giving Johnny Howard the new ball next summer. (laughs) Gussie, be better. You aren't even in Vegas where where that can just stay. Hell, I'd rather cop you wearing the Crocs than seeing you dance at sporting events. Bolton, out. Oh, yeah. Very good. Give it a rest, Gus. Triple M presents Pearl Jam. Live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21 and 23. Tickets on sale now without the need for a code at livenation.com.au. Russia was better man or woman. Yeah, Triple M is proud to present Pearl Jam on their return to Australia for the Dark Matter World Tour 2024 this November. So pumped for this tour and I've absolutely loved this competition. We've asked you to nominate someone in your life that's the better man or woman. Today, we've got Jay on the line. Jay, welcome to the Rush Hour. Hey, hey guys. Uh, Who are you nominating as your better man or woman and why? I am nominating my partner, my beautiful wife, Sally. She is... An absolute superwoman. We have young family, three-year-old and two, and a one-and-a-half-year-old twins. And so life is a little bit uh, hectic every single day, and she makes it um, far less stressful and impossible. She makes it it really quite a joy, Um, and I couldn't do it without her. Life would be – my mental health would be in a a questionable and in trouble should it not be for her. No. Jay, how much would these tickets mean to her and to you? Just the, the opportunity at the you know the last year and a half to actually get out of the house, um, let alone to go see Pearl Jam, um, would be fantastic. Um, exciting. Sounds like you guys need a night out away from yeah. the kids. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. How about we give Sally a call yeah. now and you tell her that you're taking her to Pearl Jam? Sure. Let's do awesome. it. Hello. Hey, Sally, it's the Rush Hour on Triple M. How are you doing? Good, and you? Really well. I've got Jay on the line. Jay, over to you. Hey, Sal. 
Um, Chukwuean had a competition. You had to submit, uh, nominate someone who you thought was a better man or better woman. And I think you're my superwoman. Um, and so I will be taking you to Pearl Jam in November, thanks to Triple M. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, we're so happy for <laughs> so, you both. Sally, it sounds like you two need a night out. And what better way yes. than going out to a concert like Pearl Jam? That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, you two have an incredible night in November. We've got Triple M Presents Pearl Jam live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21 and 23. Tickets on on sale now at livenation.com.au. Jay, Sally, you are off there. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much, you. guys. Time now for this. The Rush Hours NRL Preview. Dell, two massive games kick off the NRL in Las Vegas. How do you see this playing out? Well, the first one I'll go to is Manly and South. And, you know, you'll love this, Candice. Ready? Yeah. This is the 150th premiership game they'll play. 150 games wow. against each other. And South have won their past seven games against Manly. That's so massive. They've really is. had the – why have they had the wood over the Eagles? I don't know. Sometimes it's – you know, when you're confident against a team, like you just know no matter how good they're playing – but they can be your bogey team. You know, you've had that with the Swans. Absolutely. Who was your bogey team with the Swans? We lost 10 straight to Collingwood yeah. uh, wow. back in the day. And just it didn't matter what you did to change things. You just yeah. run up against them and they just find a way. There's a, an element of confidence against you. And then you talk about, like, the South. I've tipped South to win this game. You know, even though Seabold's my best mate, as a tip to this year, I'm going to go with what I feel. Well, and I, just, I hope so, mate. Hope yeah, so. No, I know. <laughs> but sometimes you can be, like, your loyalty being out like the Broncos or Dragons, you know, or Seabold. But this, uh, the thing is, Alex Johnston, like, very good try scorer. He scored 14 uh, tries in 15 games against the Seagulls. But I love the way that South play. Cody Walker, you know, Cook, Latrell. Latrell looks happy. Does Latrell look happy to you? Yeah, he looks really happy. Yep. And they're, he, they're a real confidence team. Yes. When their confidence is up, yep. you can't stop them. But you, you think about it, it, you know, you're on you're on centre stage. And, you, like, I was watching Latrell yesterday, uh, last night on Fox, and just you could just tell he's happy with the bright lights and he's, you know, it looks like good energy there from um, South Sydney. Even though I know Manly are going well, but because they've got a few new combinations with Luke Brooks, uh, I know that Tommy Turbo is back. But still, I've got to go with South. Who's, going to, who's winning the big forwards battle? Oh, look, I just think for me, I'm going to still have to go with South because I know when they're at their best, they can tear into any forward pack. And they did it for half the season last season. So it's up to Manly too now. Um, but then, you know, we look at the Roosters and the Broncos. Uh, mate, the Roosters, they won five of their past seven games against the Broncos. Now, they would love nothing more than to ambush the Broncos. Early in the season, the Roosters haven't been at their best. But this Broncos side, they look young, they look happy. You know, they're doing all their NFL stuff. They look like they're, they're, they're ready to, to rock it. And I've got to say, Selwyn Cobbo, mate, what a strike rate. He's in the centres. He scored 19 tries in the past 22 games, so he's on. And what about this this actual game and the, the games in the US? I mean, who who do you reckon they're best marketing to in the US? Who's who's the ideal well, market for them? Well, you look at the collision sports, so ice hockey. So we know whether in Canada or whether you know the American. I think there's an ice. Uh, there's um, Las Vegas, Vegas Knights. Yeah, yeah. the Golden Knights. Rugby is also huge in the north of America. It so is. there's going to be a lot of rugby. Of course, the sevens and obviously right. rugby union as well. Like Vegas is a hotbed at the moment in terms yes. of sport at the moment. Yeah, it is, and that's the thing. Like. Mate, it's, you know, and even, like, you're going to have, like, uh, the, the college footballers having a look at it because, you know, everyone thinks it's rugby, rugby man, you're playing rugby, but it's it's leagues. And I think what's going to happen is because up in the north, unless you play in the NFL or you play um, American football in yep. college, there's no other competitions outside of those two. So that's sure. why a lot of the people who don't make it in to be an NFL player go to rugby. So 
they might see rugby league for the first time and go, this yeah. is a game that I want to give a crack. Yeah. Like, that's, what, that's what Volandis is that's focused what, on. I mean, this is huge. That's what he wants. You know, we talk about, you know, even the betting market and all that sort of stuff. But once the players get there, like you know, we watched the Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago, those players to be stepping out there, you know, some of those players like Tommy Turbo and that, you know, Reese Walsh, like, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Reese Walsh and I know Ezra Mam, Ezra Mam, I just saw Ezra Mam uh, on, on the internet then. He's got his hair done, you know, you know what it's like. It's, you know, look good, blow I, good. I can't wait to see the celebrities that might be in the crowd. Sure. Obviously, we know Russell Crowe, yeah. Hugh Jackman. I want to know if The Rock's going to be there, if oh, the Travis Kelsey's going to be there. Yeah. That's what I can't wait to see. Who's your tip in the Roosters Broncos? Oh, I'm going the Broncos in a tight one. Who do you tipping? Uh, I think the Broncos are going to be too good for the Roosters. And you're tipping your South? Absolutely, always. South's on a tight one, but good luck and good texting, my mate Anthony Seabog. Good luck to you, mate. Time to talk some footy. Our next guest's one of those one band their entire career guys. You know, like Led Zeppelin or the police. He stayed with the Broncos his entire NRL career. That's 350 appearances for the Broncos. One of them was a premiership win. He's got more Queensland in him than an Australian tourism brochure. Please welcome to the Rush Hour, Corey Parker. Yeah, Corey Parker is the Super Coach Ambassador for 2024. Welcome to the Rush Hour, mate. That's probably one of the best intros I've ever heard. Someone's <laughs> put a lot of time into that. You deserve slow it. New, slow day today, isn't it? <laughs> now, Corey, you'll be at the Star Sports Bar this Sunday for the Super Coach Viva Non-Vegas party. Tell us all about it. Yeah, Viva Non-Vegas, obviously, uh, you know, wasn't part of the lucky crew and myself uh, to go over to Vegas and enjoy what's going to be a historic moment. So we've got the next best thing. So Viva Non-Vegas, if you're in and around the Star Casino, come on down. It's free uh, on the live big screens, but not only that, you get a live panel. So for those people who haven't joined up to Supercoach, supercoach.com.au is a place to go. A bit of free fun to have with your friends, but more importantly, if you do win, you get uh, the opportunity to win 50 thousand dollars for free so uh all that aside just come down say good day and have some fun Corey, it wouldn't be uh wouldn't be vegas without an elvis celebrant i'm hearing that you can go down and renew your vows not to your partner but to your footy team oh so you go for, for south is that right yeah, i'm there i'm i am there i'll go there for broncos and dragons oh, well, yuck. Yeah, well, that's a new one for me, but uh, I like the idea, absolutely. I'm not sure who I'd renew my vows to, though. I've only played for one club, so uh, just go straight to the Bronx again. Hey, Corey, speaking of the Broncos, uh, obviously, though, they come a bit short in the grand final. Like, you guys, you know, were unlucky against the Cowboys that year. And, uh, mate, at 24-8, I thought, mate, the boys were home. But, obviously, Mm. Penrith got the job done. So what do you think the Broncos need to do better this year to go all the way? Yeah, interesting question, Del, because um, that was sort of one that has just, you know, mm. that'll never leave the Broncos. Those, those scars won't leave. I mean, and it's important that they digest what went on. What do they need to do better? Well, the reality of that is they've got four players missing out of that grand final side. Mm. Uh, you know, Kate, well, obviously, Herbie Farmer, yeah. Flegler, and also Palacia. So mm. four guys need to come in without a ball being kicked and really lift that team. That's not to say that they're going to get back there, but yep. what they do need to do, they've got great uh, great skill, great youth uh, and experience in all the right places. The one thing for me, Dell, that I want to see from the Broncos this year is if they're not prepared to pay the price that they paid last, last year, and that's in all 
effort areas, all areas right across the park, which I think was notable from uh, the first game last year against Penrith Panthers at the foot of a mountain. They won 13-12. They just continued to build through that period. If they're not prepared to pay the price, the reality of it is, and as you know, mate, you just won't get there because there's 15 other sides that want to play in a grand final. Uh, so it makes it really difficult. It's the massive start against the Chooks first up. It looks mm. like Kevin Walters likely to bring in Marty to power as well. What do you think? Yeah, I thought, um, like, earlier on in the week, there was sort of talks that Kevin was going to go what I thought was going to be the more sort of youth option. Yeah, that being I agree. Dean, Dean Mariner, you know, for Corey Oates, and yeah. obviously Xavier Willison was coming yeah. in, I thought, for Marty Tapo. Yeah. In the 11th hour, there's been a change in that. So mm. maybe it's got something to do with the fact that the field is – slightly narrower and slightly shorter, and then they're going to play that power game through the middle. Having said that, I thought Xavier Willison's uh, game for the All-Stars was outstanding. Unbelievable. Probably probably unlucky not to be there, to be honest. All right, give us your NRL season predictions. Who is making the, the grand final and who's going to win the title? Oh yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the age-old question, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> who, who's going to win and all this sort of stuff. Look, I... I yeah, everything and every fibre inside me hopes the Broncos can win, right? If the Broncos don't win, I love what I've seen from South over the yeah. summer. I, I really enjoy the cohesion and connective connectivity that they have, particularly through uh, Jack White and Cody Walker and also Latrell Mitchell. I, I, yeah, they've got a side that can really go on and win this competition. I think, and again, it's it's one of those cliches. I think it's a really open competition at the moment. So. Um, yeah, the Broncos can win it. South can win it. The Roosters have got a team on paper that can win it. But let's not forget Penrith. I mean, oh, yeah. why why can't they go back to their fifth straight grand final? Who's wow. to say that they won't do that? So it's incredible to think. Uh, and then you've got all those other sides that, yeah, the, the Storm, uh, yeah. The storm that'll be there. The Warriors who had an outstanding season last year. What are the Bulldogs going to do this year? Can Benji get the Tigers off the bottom of the ladder? So a lot to unfold. Your comments caught a lot of attention earlier this week. You said, I've got no doubt, I have no doubt whatsoever over my tenure as rugby league player that I have symptoms of CTE. And I know you're a bit annoyed at how much attention these comments receive. But, I mean, how are you travelling, mate? Yeah, I'll just get it out there and you know, be upfront and honest. I wasn't annoyed about the fact. Like, I was just more annoyed from the headlines that some mm. had, some you know, media outlets had, had wrote. Now, what I said, I stand by. I, I, I got no doubt that I, I do display uh, symptoms of CTE, memory loss, and the like. And to be fair and frank, um, over a twenty-year period of playing at the top level, up over four hundred first-grade games, you've got to be naive to think that you're not going to have some side effects around that. Um, I'm aware of it. Um, and I just wanted to make it sort of, you know, or put it out there that, that I've got no doubt there'll be other footballers out there that have thought about it or, or, you know, sort of wrestled around in their mind that, oh, maybe I do too, which is fine. Um, it just makes you digest it a little bit easier. There is some things you can do to help in and around that space, but ultimately, the, you know, there's no sort of real sort of uh, definitive answer until a post-mortem. So, um, yeah, that, that was sort of where I was going with it all. But uh, without doubt, I do have some signs and symptoms in and around that space. Well, I know so many people will be turning up this week at the Star Sports Bar on Sunday for Supercoach Viva Non-Vegas Party. It's uh, Q&A, Q&A with Corey and the Supercoach Brains Trust. And to get involved, go to supercoach.com.au, of course. Corey, appreciate you jumping on the rush hour. Thanks, guys. Just one quick one. Dell, how come you didn't get a start over in Vegas oh, right mate, down your alley? Because, mate, you know what? That's not the big deal anymore, mate. Oh, I, oh, mate they need me here, mate. Oh, leopards don't chase oh, their spots. Oh, I'm the old granddad now, mate, Corey. You know that, brother. You should see him. He was in tears earlier. Oh, He's itching no, to get over there, Corey. Nah, not at all. Just, <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, Thanks, Corey. Up. 
the train, in the car, or on the buses. It's Gus's Big Sports Quiz. The Rooster's calling you to try Red Rooster's new sweet and sour crunch fried chicken today. And Candice, it's not Gus. We've got him online in about five minutes' time, but you are in the hot oh, seat today. You've got it. You're a trivia this. buff. Yeah, you're a but you know what? I've done this yeah. once before, and mm. I failed miserably. That's right. You well, got this. So lift. I am Just a, lift. I, I'm going to try yeah. to lift. I am a bit nervous here. Well, yeah. let's bring one of our incredible listeners. We've got Dave on the line. How are you, Dave? Fantastic. How are you guys? Mate, Good. really awesome. well. You're, how's, your, how's your knowledge of uh, sporting trivia? Not too bad, to be honest. Oh, perfect stuff, mate. Well, you have Big Dell next to me. Yep. He's got the answers. You can use him once, all right? And I can't use anyone. No. no. You're okay. out on your own. Okay. All right. Righto. Candice, first up. Where is the first race of the F1 season this weekend? Bahrain. Oh, oh wow. she's on. She's happy. She's wow. so competitive. She's on. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. All right, Dave. What was the final score between the Matildas and Uzbekistan on Wednesday night? 10 nil. 10 nil. Yeah. Make the questions any easier okay. for Dave. Just oh, please. Back in your Stop box, please, winching. Candace. Stop winching. Here we go. Candice, which Aussie tennis star has recently invested in a pickleball, pickleball team? Yeah. Nikiros. Oh, Nikiros. Oh, oh. Yep, she's, she's on the board. Cocky. I hope you get beaten, Candice. <laughs> All right, Dave. Excuse me. Which four teams are playing in the round one of the NRL in Vegas this Sunday? Manly, Rabbits, Roosters, Broncos. Oh, oh, yes. Why don't you just give the tickets to Dave? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. It's Red Is Rooster. It's tickets? Red Rooster. Yeah. Okay. okay, here we go. Red Rooster. Candice, who scored four goals for the Matildas on Wednesday night? Yeah, you don't know this. Oh. Everybody I'll knows this. I'll take surname. Yeah. No, it wasn't, um, it wasn't Fowler. No. No, it was... Scored in the first half. Mm. You need to be oh, better. Just, oh, uh, no. Give her a ba ba Ba-ba-ba. Yeah, no good. Michelle Heyman. Yeah, we're a bit slow on that. But we'll get, we got there. All right, Dave, this is for the win. Come on, Dave, you got this. Which NBL team crushed the Sydney Kings' dream of three-peat this week? Can't use Dell. Hey? Can't use Dell. Yeah, I'm, I love... Yeah. This is easy. Kiora. Kiora. Oh, hey, hey. What? New Zealand Breakers? Yeah. Oh! Mate, can't use Dell, but he's... No. Oh, you're, you're a cheat. Uh, you are a cheat. Hey, we don't have to say any of that about this. You just Dave, didn't want me to win. Congratulations, mate. You got $200 to spend well at Red done, Rooster. Dave. There's a bit of everything in every Red Rooster mega box. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. Have a great weekend, Dave. Well done, Dave. Well done, Dave. Welcome back to the Rush Hour. Time to talk to our fearless captain, Gussie Wallen. Gussie, you are in Las Vegas, are you not? <laughs> yes, mate. Arrived this afternoon. Just came out of the show O at the Bellagio at the moment, about to have dinner at a place called Spargo, which is apparently absolutely awesome and just cannot wait. Captain's run tomorrow, caught up with Tommy Travojevic today. He's obviously pumped for the first match against the Rabbitohs. And you can, you know, I spoke to you in LA a couple of days ago, but it is seriously pumping with everyone here from Australia and a lot of Americans as well who are fascinated by rugby league. So, yeah, I definitely feel like this, this tour has just started. Are you really over there for the footy? Are you or are you over there for a tour of every single restaurant possible? I mean, you've eaten everywhere. I know you're right, Candace. I have. We have given it a bit of a nudge, but um, a bit. Yeah, no, it's it's been fantastic. LA was unreal, but now we're here. It sort of feel like it's real footy time now. And as I said, the captains run tomorrow. The the field got laid out a couple of hours ago, so we've seen that. And even though it's a little bit tighter than. Um, we expect in the NRL five or six metres. It just looks a picture, and uh, 
Yeah, the place is pumping. There are South jerseys everywhere, as you would expect. Of course. The, oh, the random South supporter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, mate, they're bloody everywhere. Because I've got to ask, you know, I'm more than happy for you to have a good time, like, but I know you're a great singer, but you're dancing, mate. You're up and about at the basketball. What was I that know. about, mate? Was the energy... So... No, it's all right. What, was, it, was it great energy? What was it? Oh, mate, it was unreal. And, of course, you know, they, they put up great... There's a lot of stops in basketball. I didn't realise how many stops there were. And, of course... With the NBA, because they need to pay these players so much, there's lots of ad breaks. So they break even more than normal. So just got up and had a dance and just trying to keep myself going. And, of course, (laughs) LeBron ends up hitting seven threes in the fourth quarter for one of the great comebacks. They were 21 points down to the Clippers. So what a night to go and watch LeBron James, who is the man. And he said at the end, you would have loved this. He goes, don't turn your back on the king. Don't turn your back on the king. And it was just unreal. When you're so good, you can say whatever you want, right? And he was unreal. So, yeah, had a good dance. That was fantastic. What a moment. A lot of us there as well during the L.A. trip before Vegas. But, yeah, now now we're on the real thing. Well, Gussie, you know on Fridays we do the tackle segment. I, I chose yeah. to put you in yeah. there because, to be awesome. honest, yeah, you know, like yeah. it's been a bit of a, an embarrassment. All yeah. the dancing on the sides, yeah. all the all the all the first-class <laughs> flights and, you know, yeah. the difference, like the, the private jets. Let's have a listen. Gussie has sent through shots of him lounging around at the front end of the plane in his flight pyjamas, private jets to Vegas. He was latching onto Tommy Turbo like a sucker fish on a humpback. (laughs) 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 Mate, you were. You were all over him. Sidling up to to Robbo as well, mate. Yeah, it's good, mate. Mate. One of the one of the manly supporters that uh, that knows me when I sent that one out, he goes, "Can you just leave him alone? Don't tackle him too too bloody hard. We need him ready for game for game one." But yeah, no, it was good to see Turbo. And he's been talking, boys and Candice, about just the excitement of doing something different to, yeah. for first round. And whoever gets it next year, I know they're going to swap the clubs around over the next five years. I mean, you just got to take it on and yep. get all your fans over here and have a ball. Rugby league is just for for the moment, anyway the centre of Vegas, and what a place to be hanging around. It's awesome. I tell you what, Gussie, I've got a newfound respect for you after working with these two gooses <laughs> all week. I've, I've, I've had to take Panadol every she's ca- she's single night. I tell you, <laughs> right. I don't know how you do it. Candice, we can swap notes when I get home next week. It's I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> all right, get, get back to your eight courses meal and yeah, all that sort of stuff, yeah, mate. You yeah. do you. Caviar. First world hey, problems. Love you guys. Thanks for standing well, in, Candice. I'll see you boys next week. Yeah, next right. Tuesday, mate. Love you, buddy. Enjoy, Gussie. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.